What up, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. I just got off the phone with Juanito. Juanito. Uh, I'm going to be doing a show with him right after the morning show, uh, talking about certain things. He is going to be the general in the general's tent. So general's tent for ninoscorner.tv. You're going to want to get there. And you're wanting to, you're going to want to get involved in the general tent. We're going to be talking a lot about a lot of stuff, folks. I told them what. Let people ask the questions. Let's keep the let's keep the answer short and brief, and let's knock this out. The general's tent, Nino's Corner TV. Juan Sabin is the general in the general's tent. This has been long awaited. A lot of people have been wanting this. Boom! It's here. Juan is the general in the general's tent on Nino's Corner TV, May twentieth. 5 p.m. May 20th, 5 p.m. We're going to be talking about a plethora of things, folks. Um, folks, you can Venmo me, D-Rod, D-R-O-D-1977. If you appreciate me, I appreciate you. Uh, let me get a thumbs up if everyone can hear me. Um, I hope everyone can hear me. You never know. It's always something... When the lights go out on Amazon, when the lights go out on Amazon, I'm trying to break 600, 600 reviews. Um, get your butts over there. When the lights go out on Amazon, leave an honest review. My mama's book, God bless her soul. Thank you for the prayers from my mom. Please, folks, prayers work better than any medicine. Thank you. Um, the Mexican mix on Amazon, leave an honest review and prayers, 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 prayers from my mama. Um, it's been, uh, You know, when they start slipping, it's it's a tough thing. It's a really tough thing. Uh, folks, health with Nino. Health with Nino. Collagen may do more than simply help turn back the clock on how your skin looks. The latest research suggests it may also help with building muscle and losing fat when combined with exercise. This is why I highly recommend trying it out for yourself. It is designed to help combat some of the visible effects of aging, bring back a youthful glow, and support healthy weight management. I think I look pretty damn good for 45 years old, folks. It uses a groundbreaking formula that combines five critically important types of collagen, including collagen peptides from grass-fed, pasture-raised cows. That's always a good thing. And one easy-to-mix scoop. Visit Health with Nino. Uh... Or use my link in the description below to get 51% off my favorite collagen. Plus, be sure to use my link in the description because every purchase using the link gets free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, as well as a new e-report titled The 14 Foods for Amazing Skin. Completely free. Folks, you're going to want to be taking your collagen. Everything I peddle on here, uh, I believe in, to be quite honest with you. I do believe in everything I push here. And I just want to make a statement before I go any further here. As we enter this war, as we go deeper into this, folks, it's going to, like I've said, you've got to put your mind into this. It's going to get rough. There's a lot of events that are going to happen that you're not going to believe. You think 2020? It's going to make 2020 look like a walk in the park. This is not a joke. There's no joking here. And a lot of you, oh, he's so negative. I just can't deal with it. He's just, I don't like it. No, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Get used to it. Your life is going to be changed. This is a serious war. And I had Joe Flynn talking about it on a, on that's up on Nino's Corner TV right now. Fifth generational war. 
and uh, the social engineering that has taken place. We cannot wait on the younger generation to do it. They're not going to. They're too involved in Instagram and TikTok. Do you understand that? All right. So what I'm going to be saying before this, you know, before this informational informational war really starts to pick up, and I'm going to do my best to stay on FluffTube, folks. I'm going to do my best. I can only do what I can do. I don't want to give up Town Square, but this is FluffTube, and I have to walk a fine line here. If you're not at ninoscorner.tv, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for, to be quite honest. Especially now, you don't have Fox. You don't have, at least come to a place where we're going to be speaking truth and give you real news. But hold on. So as we move forward into this informational war, you're going to see more and more people picking a lane, selling out. Now understand this. I'm going to be calling these people out. I'm going to be watching them very carefully. Because we don't have time to push, oh, just mind your business, David. Just mind your business. No. nah. <laughs> so anyone backing DeSantis, Pence, we already know Michelle Obama. All They're trying to look for a way to get Biden out of there to squeeze in Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike, Newsom. I don't know which how they're going to strategize this. I don't know what they're they're they're, they're scrambling right now to, to to figure that out. Believe me, but we understand the the Rachel Madcows and and the and the the liberal, the, the, the liberal media is going to be backing Michelle and Newsom or Biden. Something is going to happen in this in this movie, folks. Where. I, I just don't see Biden going all the way. I, I just don't see it happening. So let's we're going to be paying attention to that. But anyone who's on DeSantis' side, Pence, we already know Hannity sold out. We already know I'm going to be watching the Rogans. I'm going to be watching the Ben Shapiro's. So I'm just going to see who they pick. And those are your wolves in sheep's clothing. Got it? Okay, good. Let's get on here. So, folks, Spotify, Nino's Corner, Telegram, Nino's Corner, Getter is Nino's Corner, Rumble, Nino's Corner, Truth, David Rodriguez Boxer. That's my true social, David Rodriguez Boxer. Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. My Instagram has a governor on it. It won't go past 144,000. It's all right. Calm down. <laughs> okay. Twitter, Nino Boxer. Twitter's going pretty strong. Twitter is Nino Boxer. Uh, Patriotwear.com, bing, right there. I put some stuff on Telegram every now and then. Uh, you get cool stuff on there, folks. Um, coffee mugs, tumblers, um, T-shirts, shorts, socks. Everything's on there. Ninoscorner.tv, Ninoscorner.tv. The ghost is up. Joe Flynn is up talking about fifth generational warfare and the social social engineering. It was more of a podcast. We we're having a conversation. It was a really good podcast. Joe Flynn is up on uh, Nino's Corner TV right now. I'm going to be having Tej. Uh, I don't know. I just have him in my phone as Tej, but uh, he's a Navy SEAL, Project Warpath, one of the most decorated Navy SEALs. He's going to be talking about Hillary killed his friends. Okay. That's that's where he comes out. He goes full retard on this shit. Um, he's a hell of a guy. Uh, he's coming on, I believe, tomorrow. Hillary killed my friends. Um, Scott Bennett is coming on as well. 
Scott Bennett is going to be making his return to Nemo's Corner.tv. Monica Crowley's coming on. Dustin Nemos, we already filmed the interview. It's going to be a 10-part series about the origins of evil, the origins of evil, and the beginning. And it's pretty damn fascinating, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. I was actually, I actually, I don't agree with everything Dustin says, but I, I find it fascinating what he looks into, and uh, it's worth a listen. Let's just put it that way. Remember, Wano Saving will be the next general in the General's Tent on NinoScorner.tv. So, I'm telling you what, um, spaces are filling up fast, folks. So, if you want to get over there and get into the General's Tent, um, it's a very intimate setting. I take questions from everybody. We war game everything, and it goes a little bit over an hour. And, obviously, with Juan, it could go much longer than that. So, General's Tent, Wano Saving is the next general in the General's Tent. Breaking news, uh, nuclear bombers, I'm hearing, are en route to Ukraine, are en route to Ukraine, uh, northern borders as a result of a drone. And I, I, I checked this out with Juanito. He said, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it, you, hey, the Cuban Missile Crisis, it's here. The Cuban Missile Crisis on steroids, okay? And I know a little something about steroids, <laughs> You might want to turn your volume down, by the way. You might want to turn down your volume. (sighs) Or turn it up. Whatever you choose. Whatever you feel like today. But here we go. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Yeah. Top Gun shirt today, folks. I'm feeling, I feel more like, uh, you know, like Maverick, not Goose. Some days I feel like Goose. Oh, boy. Did you all see the, uh, just to keep a realistic grip on everything here, let's, let's, uh, let's really look at Kevin McCarthy. A lot of you are like, oh, he's doing the right thing. He's on our side. No, he's not. Okay, he's not on our side. He's on a tight, tight leash. And if you want proof of that, if you want proof of who Kevin McCarthy, he's playing ball with us, but believe me, he does not want to. Look no further than the Russian journalist who questioned McCarthy. You know, when I saw this, I was just disgusted. When I saw the video, I was looking at him like, you pig. Ugh. What a, what a, I mean, this, just no, just a jellyfish, a jellyfish. We all know what jellyfish are. They go with the tide. Politicians go with the money. Anyway, Kevin McCarthy, when asked by a Russian reporter about how he feels about the, about uh, his views on Russia and the Ukraine, the whole thing, we all know what's going on. I don't have to say it on here because I can't. It's fluff to Kevin McCarthy immediately went to the, the defense of Ukraine. They're killing women and children. Russia automatically going into Russia's the bad guy. Russia's the new boogeyman. Putin is the bad guy. Bought and sold. Bought and sold. He's on a tight leash by Trump. But believe me, folks, the minute he can break away from that leash, he's going to. And I urge the MAGA in the house, if even one of you ever watched my shows, keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on him, okay? Keep an eye on this guy. He's a werewolf. As soon as that full moon comes out, he's going to change. 
two-faced. So we know where he's coming at right there. See, these people These people will let you know who they are. They'll let you know who they are. Give them some time. Actually, we don't need any time with this numbnut. But I'm just saying, folks, give them a little time. And they show themselves. He showed himself very clearly when the Russian reporter asked him about Ukraine. He showed his colors immediately. These people, like, can't wait to be evil. They're like, yeah, yeah, I support the Ukraine. They can't contain themselves. Evil, the demons inside them just don't want to come out and celebrate. Banks crashing. Border surges. Get ready for a big one. Oh, Title 42 is ending. What World War III escalating? Welcome to hell. Globalist hell. Ask yourself why. Why are all these banks, small banks failing? Well, I'm hearing rumors that cartels are pulling out money. Other things are happening. But the big banks are going right in to swallow them up. And all of this, folks, is by design. To where the big banks control everything, all your money. Get ready for more of this to be happening. And then when they do the switch to the digital dollar, ooh, you didn't get all your these? Yeah, you can't access your accounts. You might be dirty. Oh, we don't want to use cash anymore. You know how fast disease spreads on cash? You need to get these. Go get your five, six of these before you can access your account. Oh, your social credit score is in jeopardy. Looks like you don't play nice with others. Oh, you have conservative views? Huh. Looks like you can't access your money. You can will allow you to pay your house bill, your mortgage, but you can't go buy a new car. You just haven't been good. You're not a good citizen. That's what they want for you. That's exactly what they want. Ooh, your social credit score is dropping. Get out and help the community. Buy an electric car. Buy an electric stove. Got to help climate change. You know that. Get out and stop the stop the sun from being so hot. <laughs> These idiots. That's where this is going. This is the life they're planning for you and your kids and your grandkids. Ooh, you didn't pay your taxes on time. We're shutting off your car. Go back to your 15-minute city. You can walk. You can ride your bike for the next month until we tell you that you can drive your fucking car. Do you not see this? And the younger generation right now will be like, I don't care. As long as I'm on Instagram and TikTok and I can dance in the middle of the street with my friends and show our asses off. And get likes. To them, likes is like money. Remember back in the day, you used to go to a bar and, you know, like the materialistic, the women, let's just say back then, what kind of car do you drive? How much money do you make? Now, (laughs) how many likes do you get? How many followers do you get? And these idiots buy their followers, by the way. You can always tell when someone buys their followers, too, because they they buy the followers. Oh, I got 30,000, 50,000 followers. With three comments. You can buy likes too. Buy your likes. Buy your followers. But you can always tell by their comments. (laughs) They have like three comments. Actually, or if they just have emojis all the way down. You can buy comments too now, I think. 
Oh, it's how ridiculous. Hunter Biden financials. So from what I understand after talking to Juanito, that these will be used. This can be used for the public to see. All strategic here. This will be used as a thread or map to show his financials to the public. So basically this child support thing, Hunter Biden was ordered to answer questions about his financials and sit for an interview under oath in a child support case against his daughter's mother, an Arkansas County judge ruled Monday. The legal dilemma could produce information about how much Hunter Biden earned from his interest in BHR Partners, a Chinese state-backed investment fund founded just days after Hunter and President Joe Biden visited China as the so involved in China. In 2013, Hunter held a 10% stake in BHR Partners through an entity called Scan Needles. Scan Scanitellus LLC. I don't know how you say that word. <laughs> Why can't they just name it something normal? Hunter Biden allegedly gave up his interests, estimated to be worth between four hundred twenty thousand and twenty million. Twenty million. After pressure increased to divest BHR partners, resulting from a conflict of interest when Joe Biden became president. <laughs> So we're going to get to see some financials now, folks, all because he doesn't like to pay alimony. He's a deadbeat dad. (laughs) Oh, man. But no matter what, even with all that happening, I know they're not covering any of the House hearings really on the mainstream. At least I don't see them, which that should be the number one story in the world of what's happening in the House right now. But nah, 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 nah. Sweep that under the rug. Sweep it under the rug. We don't need to look at that. Let's pay attention to Trump. So, enemy Trump. The real investigations are in the house, but let's play house for let's play don't let's play makeup and and let's uh, let's have an imaginary setting where Trump's the bad guy. So, in this article, okay, in a liberal syndicate, because I have to go through the painstaking work tutelage of sifting through liberal media, and it's all liberal media, even Fox, to uh, come up with these articles so I can know what to tell tell you guys. And Biden isn't the only official who could pardon Trump. So they're saying Biden can have authority to to pardon Trump. Yeah, that's going to happen. Now that the criminal justicism has begun bringing charges against former President Donald Trump, it's only a matter of time before he gets convicted of something. Somewhere. And as soon as that happens, the next question to face our political system is, will he be pardoned? Thank you very much, Barbara Lynch. The answer is more complicated and surprising than you might think. There are three ways Trump could be pardoned by a state executive, by the current president, or by himself. So he could pardon himself? What the fuck? I mean, if that's the case, yeah, I would be doing what he's doing too, because I'm just going to pardon myself. I mean, is that real? I mean, that's that's what they're saying here. Let's take the state level first. Each state has its own process for pardons and, and com- communications, uh, which differ from pardons in the in that they reduce the p- punishments for crimes rather than wrong them out, out altogether, than wiping them out altogether. Some states 
Some states lodge those powers with their governor and some with a range of executive officials. Trump currently faces actual or potential crimes in two states. New York and Georgia, okay? We all know what happened there. He has been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury on 34 felony counts of falsifying business records under New York law. The only pertinent part in power related to those charges. The second state-level investigation is ongoing in Fulton County, Georgia, in connection with Trump's infamous reported call imploring Secretary of State Brad Raffleson-Perger that I just want to find out, find the 11,700. So, folks, even going against this system, even going against the the, the beast, let's call it the beast, because we know what happened. We all know what happened. Don't put it in here, please. Can't listen anymore. Too negative. Get rid of that person, uh, moderators. Donna G. Get rid of her. Bye, Donna. Don't let her ever come back on my channel. I'm sick of these people. I'm sick of these trolls. Get her out of here, moderators. I'm not kidding. I, I'm not kidding. One negative comment, I don't have the tolerance for it anymore. I don't have the bandwidth for it anymore. You're gone. Get her. Get rid of her, please, moderators. Um. So he could. He could. He could. Pardon himself. I've never heard of such a thing in my life. So in both New York and Georgia, therefore a politically motivated pardon, which Trump himself embraced ambassadorly by pardoning the likes and advisors of Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, and Paul Manafort. (laughs) Folks, they want to put him away. And they think by putting this dark cloud around him, thank you, Yaya Waffles, Yaya Waffles. By putting this dark cloud around him for 2024, that they're going to be able to just move him to the side and lift up Pence and DeSantis. But what I'm preaching here, what I'm saying is, we don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have, and, and call me crazy, but did anything get fixed? No. We don't have it. And that is why, if I'm a gambling man, I'm putting my money, and I like roulette, folks. I really like roulette. But I'm putting my money, all of it, on B4. Okay? Because I know that if I don't win, if if I either win big, or we all lose. Okay? We all lose. Can't go on. We cannot keep going down this path. And like I've said, I've talked to Juan many times on the phone. I, I talked, you know, I wish you all could hear the conversations I have with him. Because he's straight to the point with me on the phone about a lot of things. Most things. And it's not that way when we talk on uh, on the interviews, but... I pick up what he's laying down, folks, and I try to relay it the best I can to you guys. I try. I do my best. Fox News. Fox News. It got rid of Tucker. Why? Well, because, folks, they don't care about ratings. They don't care about money. They care about controlling the conversation. They care about controlling the narrative. 
<clears throat> BlackRock, Vanguard, those are the companies that hold stake in Fox. Okay, so understand that now. Understand that for what's coming, they need to control the conversation. They need to control the narrative. And that is what's important, saving their asses. And so that brings me to this. Lawrence Jones named Tucker's next temporary replacement. So it's his, te- it's his temporary replacement, and they replace it with a black man. Because why? If you don't like it, you're racist. You'll be racist. So let's look at this. It's all strategy, folks. It's all done by design. When you're out of the matrix, when you're looking at everything at an elevated level, you see it for what it is. So Lawrence Jones, a current Fox News contributor, has been tapped by the network to be the next temporary replacement for Tucker Carlson's time slot following Fox's decision to part ways with the conservative media figurehead earlier this week. Since January 2022, 30-year-old Jones has hosted Lawrence Jones Cross Country on the network, which earned him the title of the youngest black solo host of a cable news network yet. So they got rid of Tucker, and they're replacing him with Lawrence Jones. The announcement, temporarily, but we'll see what happens. The announcement comes just a day after TMZ reported conservative media outlet Newsmax is headhunting Carlson reportedly offering him a total control of the channel. Total control of the channel. How many of you watch Newsmax? But anyway, they don't care. Thank you, Lynn and God's angels. Target Tucker. Now... As they replace, listen to how this goes. As they replace him with the black man, is Tucker Carl Carlson racist? <laughs> okay, this is real. Carlson's text that alarmed Fox leaders: "It's not how white fa- white men fight." Well, come watch this white man fight. <laughs> I'll show you how a motherfucker really fights. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. A text message sent by Tucker Carlson that set off panic at the highest levels of Fox on the eve of its billion-dollar defamation trial showed its pop most popular host sharing his private inflammatory views about violence and race. The discovery, the discovery of the message contributed to a chain of events that ultimately led to Mr. Carlson's firing. In the message sent to one of his producers in hours before Hours after violent Trump supporters stormed the Capitol on January 6, 2021, Mr. Carlson described how he had recently watched a video of a young group of men, Trump supporters, he said, violently attacking an Antifa kid. It was three against one, at least he wrote. And then he expressed a sense of dismay that the attackers, like him, were, were white. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, is dishonorable he, obviously, he wrote. It's not how white men fight. He said, but he said he found himself for a moment wanting the group to kill the person he had described as the Antifa kid. For years, Mr. Carlson and Powell's views on this show that amplified the ideology of white nationalism. White nationalism? For years, Mr. Carlson espoused views on a show that amplified the ideology of white nationalism. Do you see what they're doing? And then they replace it with a black host. <laughs> Do you see that? Do you see what they're doing here? 
but the text message revealed more about his views on racial superiority. Do you see that this is a joke? This No, this isn't a joke, but I'm, call, I'm saying it's a joke. The text alarmed the Fox board, which saw the message a day before Fox was set to defend itself against dumb onion voting before a jury. The board grew concerned. So they're going to, what they're going to do now with Tucker, so he doesn't go to other news syndicates, is so they replace him with a black guy. (laughs) Okay. And then they're going to call him a racist. Anybody who follows him off to, I don't know, let's say Own or Newsmax, you're racist. You're a racist, motherfucker. (laughs) Come to Nino's Corner.tv. I'm not owned by anybody. And I don't give a shit. That's what I loved about boxing. You should have seen the trash talking that would happen when we were sparring in the gym or fighting and fucking. (laughs) The racial slur. I mean, we used to just call each other names. Fucking it was brutal. Like, man, I'm talking wars in the gym, wars in the gym. And we didn't hold back from these and we didn't hold back from this. It was ugly, ugly. But I will say I will say this. That's why the brothers respected me because I didn't back down and I didn't give a shit. I owned that gym when we walked in there. I owned the gym. <laughs> and you know what I would do folks? Listen to this psychology. I'd have a, and, and, and I'd have a lot of, listen, I sparred everybody from he's from Mexicans to blacks to, I never sparred any Chinese though. They didn't show up. They were never that big. Okay. So they didn't come to the gym, <clears throat> but I would purposely, as mind control, as a mental, to psych them out. You know what I would do? When the hard brothers would come in to, to, to our gym and they would put in their music, I'd go unplug it and put in some honky-tonk, some Waylon Jennings, and that would fuck them up. They would lose the rhythm. They would like, man, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, I am crazy. I'm real fucking crazy. Let me tell you. <laughs> And I put in country music. They would lose their, they wouldn't know what the fuck to do. It's like on the, they were like on an alien planet. An alien planet like this. This motherfucker is crazy. <laughs> they knew I was nuts. That's the way I did shit. Now we're going to dance to my beat. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so Texas mass shootings. Texas shootings. Survivor says son died running to his mom as Greg Abbott walks back immigrants line. So did you guys hear about this Texas shooting? A man, a man whose wife and son died in Friday's horror mass shooting in Cleveland, Texas, has revealed how the nine-year-old boy died running to help his mother. Wilson Garcia told NBC News that Daniel Enrique Lasso Guzman saw his mother, 25-year-old Sonia Argentina Guzman, being shot when accused gunman Francisco Oropesa burst into their home and opened fire with an AR-15 style rifle. It's always an AR-15, isn't it? They sure got a lot of these, don't they? Because they're trying to take them from you, folks. Remember I said that the border surges, they're going to have activation cells, okay? (laughs) All right, okay, get it? So... Of course he had an AR-15. AR-15s are bad. And they want to take those from you. 
So they're giving them more reason. A brave nine-year-old ran towards his mother to try to protect her and was also shot dead. That's sad. In total, five victims, Guzman, Daniel, Dan, uh, Diana Velasquez, Alvarado, 21, uh, Juliusa Molina, Rivera, and Jose, Jonathan, Calcidades, 18, were killed in the attack, which began when families asked their neighbor, Mr. Lopez, if he could stop firing his gun because their baby was trying to sleep. So this guy, I guess, was outside firing his gun. And Mr. Opasa is still on the run, but I'm hearing they caught him. I'm hearing they caught him today. He's been arrested. He's being detained right now. So that's good news. And the statement sparked a backlash before Mr. Abbott's office then said at least one victim that may have been in the United States (laughs) illegally. So... See, we don't vet these people that are coming through. We just let them in because everyone deserves a chance at freedom. We wouldn't call this place free anymore. I lost my guns in a boating accident. You lost all your guns in a boating accident? How'd you do that? He was deported five times. What about Dirty Sanchez? Did he get away? <laughs> All right. So now, folks, we're facing a financial catastrophe in the likes we've never seen. So what's happening now, and I'm going to say this, is going to happen continuously. Just, just look at it as a domino, domino effect. That, 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 that. So bank failures just in. This was a few days back. Regional bank stocks are plunging with multiple stocks down 20% in a matter of minutes. Uh, PacWest, Bancorp, PacWest down 29%, stocks halted. Western Alliance Bank now down 25%, stocks halted. Metropolitan Bank, stock down 24%, stocks halted. So buckle up. First, Republic Bank collapses, spurs fears for the banking system and broader economy. The demise of First Republic Bank raises questions about the strength of the U.S. banking system and the broader economy that it relies on it. Monday shutdown marks the nation's second largest bank failure. First Republic Bank has had nearly $230 billion in assets last month, eclipsing the Silicon Valley bank collapse. Three of the four largest bank failures in U.S. history have taken place over the past two months. More to come. If you don't understand what I'm saying here, more to come. Oh, he's so negative. David's so negative. (laughs) Okay. Go back to your fantasy land, your fantastical little fantasy land with unicorns and rainbows and just live there and see how that works out for you. Dow falls 500 points. Do you see what's happening here, folks? Do you see what's happening here? Dow falls 500 points as banking concerns linger. See, those of you who are like, he's too negative. I just can't listen to him. He's just too negative. You're like the idiots that are on the Titanic, and you're still dancing and drinking and partying when the boat's like, and everybody else is running up to get their life raft. You're the last ones. (laughs) You know that part in the movie where they're hanging on, and then they fall off, and they hit the propeller and shit like that? That's going to be you because you're not preparing. You don't like to listen to David Nino Rodriguez. He just, he's too much. I don't like the way he delivers his message. 
That's what's going to happen. I'm here to tell you. I'm the Paul Revere of the internet. Okay? Dow falls 500 points as banking concerns linger. Fed decision looms. Live updates. Stocks fell sharply Tuesday, led by lower declines in bank shares as traders braced for the latest Federal Reserve policy announcement. (laughs) The fucking problem. The problem itself. The Federal Reserve. So they fell 535 points, or 1.6%. The S&P 500 also slid 1.6%, and the Nasdaq Composite dropped 1.2%. Small and large banks fell as traders questioned the future of some regional financial institutions after the crisis that engulfed Wall Street in March. Regional banks PacWest and Western Alliance and trading paused after tumbling more than 20%. Meanwhile, J.P. Morgan Chase's shares shed 1% giving back some of its gains from the previous session. A day earlier, J.P. Morgan shares rose after the takeover of embattled regional First Republic Bank. Other large banks, including Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, and Citigroup also dropped more than 2.5%. My gold and silver, that, that's what I'm being told to do. I don't trust crypto. I've, I've heard XRP. I've heard Bitcoin. They're trying to get their grimy hands on your crypto as well, folks. If you ask me for any kind of financial advice, that's not very wise on your part. But if you do, I'm going to say gold and silver and, and XRP. That's that's what I'm doing. That's just me. And I'm not a financial advisor. I don't give any financial advice. But you see the people that I interview. So you make your own decisions. I'll get Jim Willie back on uh, ninoscorner.tv and uh, try to figure this out. Try to figure out what you need to do with your useless cash, your monopoly money. First Republic Bank is seized, sold to J.P. Morgan, and second largest U.S. bank failure. And look how this happened in the last two months. Two banks, okay? So regulators seized First Bank, First Republic Bank, FRC, negative 43.30%, decrease red down pointing triangle. And struck a deal to sell the bulk of its operations to J.P. Morgan Chase. J.P. Morgan said it will assume all of the First Republic's $92 billion in deposits. <laughs> insured and uninsured. It is also buying most of the bank's assets, including about $173 billion in loans and $30 billion in securities. Wow. J.P. Morgan... Forces Biden administration to defend record on mergers. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company's deal to buy First Republic Bank pushed the Biden administration into a corner, leaving officials scrambling to explain how their stance against mergers squared with allowing the largest bank to get even bigger. So now that these banks are getting bigger, when the economy gets the plug pulled right out of it, they're going to go switch. To the digital dollar. And you all are gonna have to comply unless you're unless you're preparing right now. And wait it out, from what I understand, and waiting it out. 
Otherwise, you're just going to go along right with their agenda. And you go, oh, look, Betty, look at my social score. I've got a social score of 350 points. I can go shopping today. That's what it's going to be like. No more freedoms. Ooh, my social score is a 100. I got to stay home. I can't go anywhere. I can't even go out and have a drink because on my social credit score, it says I can't go out. Ooh, I was caught burning firewood. <laughs> Looks like I just got docked 50 points. I got to turn on my electric stove for the next three months and build my social credit score back up, up to a 300. This is serious. Bitcoin news, Bitcoin set new record on daily transactions the same day. The U.S. government quietly engineered a bank buyout. The events are unconnected, but crypto has a role to play in the wider political realignment, questioning the sanctity of central banks and established powers. On Sunday, as the U.S. government worked behind the scenes, With two major banks to engineer the latest financial rescue plan, the Bitcoin network hit a new all-time high for the number of daily transactions processed. There were more more confirmed transactions than it ever had in its 14-year history. I don't trust Bitcoin. I'm just going to say it here. I don't, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Let me hear in the comments. Pray, pray, pray for the white hats to finish this. Hey, but what's wrong? What about the Mexican hats? This is <laughs> big Mike. I don't know. I don't know. What's your thoughts on crypto? What's your thoughts on Bitcoin? What's your thoughts on XRP? I think if you want to play it safe, real safe, buy gold and silver. That's that's where I'm at with this shit. Sancho will be here on Friday, by the way. Sancho. We'll be here on Friday. Pero I think Sancho should run for president <laughs> and kill all these cockroaches. Job openings tumbled to the lowest point in nearly two years, folks. The number of open jobs in the United States has dropped to the lowest level since May 2021, a reflection of a labor market that is slowly settling back into balance after the Federal Reserve's Year-long campaign to cool off the economy. To cool off the economy. That's how they put it here. Job openings totaled $9.59 million in March, according to month, monthly data released Tuesday by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's down from upwardly revised $9.974 million reported in February and, rep- and represents the third consecutive month that available jobs have fallen. <laughs> it just keeps going down, don't it? Moderators, if you can hear me, anybody who puts negative anything on here, take them out. I don't even want them on here anymore. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. No more. And I don't care if they come back and say, I didn't say anything bad. I want to be put back on, which happens all the time. Don't let them back on. I'm sick of these people. I don't want them on here anymore. This is my room. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, he's becoming a dictator. He doesn't like free speech. No, I just don't like to be insulted on my own program. All right? Okay, let's move on. Hollywood writers to strike as streaming shifts upends TV business. 
Los Angeles, thousands of film and television writers will go on strike starting Tuesday, throwing Hollywood into turmoil as the entertainment business grapples with (laughs) seismic changes triggered by the global streaming TV boom. The Writers Guild of America called it its worst, its first work stoppage in 15 years after failing to reach an agreement for higher pay from studios such as Walt Disney, Netflix, etc. Wow. The, the last strike lasted 100 days and cost the California economy more than $2 billion. And all, the inter, and all your late night hosts, all your late night, think of this, folks. All your late night hosts are on hiatus right now. They have to take time off because the writers aren't writing anymore. They don't write their own shows. At least you know with Nino, I come up here and I ad-lib the whole damn thing. I'm off the cuff. I don't write anything. I write news articles. I pick up news articles. But this is all off the cuff, folks. I don't have writers. So tune in to Nino. (laughs) Okay, that's it. All right. I don't use writers. I don't have writers. I never have. I never will. I'll always be me. I'll always be raw. I'll always be unleashed. And this is what you get. Okay? At least you know you're getting the real deal. Uh, Word is on the street. Word on the street is America is sending troops to Europe. Majority of those troops are reported. Now, folks, this is real. I've talked to Juan about this and raises a lot of questions for me. Majority of the troops reported to be going to Europe are black. Poland primarily. So why? And, and there's a lot of inside talk right now about this, folks. And I'm, I'm really bringing this to the public's attention. There's a lot of inside talk on why are all the troops Black. Why are they all black? What, what, what are they doing here? They're also reported to be very um, green, not well-trained, young, very, very young. So my question is this. They're sending, they're sending a certain race or demographic to Ukraine. Why? I want to get your thoughts on this. I'd like my Nino's investigators, my Nino's knights, my black sheep family to help me understand this. What do you guys think this is for? Is it so that if something happens to these troops, they can come back here and outrage America? Piss off all the blacks to where, let's go to war. Let's go to Ukraine. Let's fight. I don't know. I'm raising a question here. There's always... A method behind the madness. Nothing is by accident. Believe me. They have people who think this out, or AI that thinks this out now. The fastest way to start civil unrest, civil war. Russia is building defenses deep inside its own territory, fearing a sweeping Ukrainian counterattack. UK intel. UK officials on Monday noted extensive Russian defense far from the current front lines. Some are even behind Russia's own borders, suggesting it is worried about Ukraine attacking there. Ukraine is preparing a counteroffensive, but it isn't clear that that but isn't clear that could invade Russia or wants to. I'm hearing upwards of fifty thousand to hundred thousand troops are going to start going over to Europe. 
That's your tax dollars. Sending troops to war. Russia is building defenses hundreds of miles away from its borders with Ukraine, fearing a counteroffensive so sweeping it could push into Russian territory, according to British intelligence. I'm hearing, folks. I'm hearing. This is going to go nuclear, whether we like it or not. Now, how far is this going to go? I don't know. Is it going to be a nuclear standoff or are nukes going to be used? I'm going to say standoff. But it's anyone's guess, folks. Look at the, look at the temperature of the world right now, the, the, the climate of the planet right now. This is it. We're all in, man. Ukraine rejects Western fear that Putin would use nuclear weapons to keep Crimea Russian President Vladimir Putin won't use nuclear weapons to retain control of Crimea, according to a senior Ukrainian official who rejected contrary Western warnings as a product of Russian propaganda. I don't think that they will use a nuclear weapon. (laughs) You don't think so? Okay. Uh, Tactical tactical nuclear weapon against Ukraine. Ukraine Special Representative Tamila Tashiva told the Washington Examiner, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Let's get to some border news. Border news. U.S. to send 1,500 troops. (laughs) Look how many troops we're sending to Ukraine. And how many troops are we having to come to secure our our southern border? 1,500. Okay. Just 1,500 to help the Border Patrol do their job, escort everybody in, make sure they have food and water and clothes. Make sure they go live on the streets. Give them a credit card. Give them a cell phone. 1,500 troops. That's it. 1,500 troops to your southern border as they send off hundreds and thousands to Europe. Okay. How do you like it? How do you, guys, how do you, like, how do you like that feels, folks? Protect their borders. No, no. Anyone's allowed to come here. Anybody is allowed to come to the United States. The United States will be sending troops to the southern border with Mexico. The White House announced on May 2nd. The move was unveiled ahead of an unexpected surge of illegal immigrants as boogeyman restriction known as Title 42 is sent to lift on May 11th. Get ready for hellstorm is what I'm hearing. And I got friends that are, uh, that are on the border, Border Patrol, and they're telling me, Dave, we're not ready. This is, they're basically just going to be like, come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. You need help. You need food. Come on in. You need assistance. Come on in. Come on. And they're just going to flood the borders, flood them in. Just let them all in. What's Abbott doing? What's Greg Abbott? He ain't doing shit. He's a rhino. He ain't doing shit. Greg Abbott, if anybody in your office watches Nino, you ain't doing shit. You're a useless tool. You're not doing a damn thing, are you? Bought and sold, aren't you, buddy? You ain't doing shit. The southern border has been hammered the past two years by an unprecedented influx of illegal immigrants, leaving Border Patrol and Immigration and Customs Enforcement ice struggling to keep up with their limited resources. But now we got 1,500 soldiers going down there to help them out. 
Agents along the southern border can now expect to receive assistance, assistance from federal troops. Unreal, man. Oh, boy. Switzerland wants children, and I've heard Switzerland is like the head of the beast. Switzerland wants children to eat less chocolate and more insects. (laughs) This is real. Switzerland is the land of cheese and chocolate. Children are being schooled in the more subtle pleasures of eating mealworms, locusts, and crickets. It all starts in Switzerland, folks, and trickles its way here. On a recent morning, students at a middle school outside Zurich gathered around a table laden with snacks made of insects. They quickly scooped up spiced mealworms, crickets dusted with paprika, and crackers made from flour from ground-up crickets. They're reducing us to eating bugs. It doesn't taste like a bug, said Anna Munoz, 13, as she nibbled on a cricket. It just tastes like what I, what it's seasoned with. Then she ate a chili pecker. A chili pecker. <laughs> I hope she didn't eat a chili pecker. <laughs> but I wouldn't put anything past anybody these days. All right. So then she ate a chili pepper mealworm and made a face like, Ugh. Switzerland in 2017 became the first country in Europe to allow insects to be sold as food for humans after a lobby, lobbying campaign by, ad, by edible insect, insect startups. That was the easy part. Now the companies must overcome the etymologists call the yuck factor. The yuck factor, because it's gross, right? It's disgusting to eat bugs. Nah, they're going to make you do it. You're going to live in your 15-minute cities, and you're going to eat bugs, okay? That's what they want for you. Why am I so passionate about what I do every day here on YouTube? Because I know the agenda. Because I know what they're doing. Now the companies must overcome what etymologists call the yuck factor, the gut feeling among many Western diners that insects are signs of rot and pestilence that shouldn't be placed in one's mouth. You know, like when a rotting corpse is dying, when a person dies and they're rotting, what happens? Bugs, maggots. Well, now they want you to eat that. They want you to eat it and enjoy it because it's helping the planet. It helps the planet. You got to eat bugs. I don't know. I, I hope a lot of you see what I'm, why I'm pissed all the time. And I understand the war we're in. I see it for what it is. And it's coming fast. It's not coming like in 10 years. A lot of you are like, oh, that's like 10 years away. Oh, that's like 15 years away. No, it's not. It's a year away. Uh, two, three years away. It's less than five. And it's going to get consistently worse. Bud Light deactivates comments on latest country-themed ad. That's another going country. Ad amid Dylan Mulvaney's backlash. So Bud Light appears to be fed up with the backlash. Oh, it's your fault, Bud Light. That's nobody's fault but your own. 
Bud Light appears to be fed up with the backlash after the company disabled YouTube comments on a new <laughs> countrified ad in the wake of ongoing controversy over its partnership with transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light's newest advertisement shows a young group of friends drinking beer in the rain at a country music festival as chicken fried. It's always easy to enjoy a Bud Light. The caption of the 30-second YouTube video reads, Oh, God. So now they're trying to make up for the Dylan Mulvaney, you know, campaign. But here's <laughs> here's my campaign for Bud Light. Whether you're a guy with a dick or a chick with a dick, this Bud's for you. <laughs> you're never going to lose the stigma. It's never going to be let go. You're done. Bud Light, I predict Bud Light is done forever. I hope forever. Two children aged 10 years old are discovered working unpaid shifts at a Kentucky McDonald's, folks, where one illegally used a deep <laughs> a deep fryer and both prepared meals while serving customers. So now they're having child labor at McDonald's. Okay, two 10-year-olds were found to have been working long unpaid shifts at a Louisville, Kentucky McDonald's. They are just two of 305 minors under... Two of 305 minors under the age of 16 who the Department of Labor investigators discovered were working illegally at McDonald's. The two 10-year-old children were found to have been working unpaid shifts at a Kentucky McDonald's sometimes until 2 a.m. I mean, I don't have a problem with children working as long as they want to work. As long as they want to work, the children who have been not who have been uh, who have not been named prepared and served meals at the Louisville McDonald's worked the drive-through and cash register and had to clean the floor. My dad had me cleaning dog shit by the time I was like seven. Uh, you want a ten dollar allowance? Go outside, clean all the dog shit, cut the weeds, mow the lawn. I was mowing the lawn by the way before I was ten years old. You know what? It made me have, it made me uh, understand the value of a dollar. That's all I'm going to say. Let's get to what the fuck news, shall we? Man, I'm going long again today. And what the fuck news, and what the fuck news, Vermont allows out-of-staters, Vermont allows out-of-staters to use assisted suicide law. I don't know if I can say that on FluffTube. Vermont on Tuesday became the first state in the country to change its medically assisted suicide law to allow terminally ill people from the outside of the state to take advantage to take advantage of it to end their lives. Republican Governor Phil Scott signed a bill that removes the residency requirement for the decades-old law. Last year in a court settlement, Oregon agreed to stop enforcing the residency required of its law, allowing terminally ill people to receive lethal medication. It also agreed to ask the legislature to remove it from the law. Before Vermont removed its residency requirement Tuesday, it had reached out, it had reached a settlement with a Connecticut woman, wow, who has terminal cancer to allow her to take advantage of its law, providing she complies with other aspects of it. We are grateful to Vermont lawmakers for recognizing that a state border shouldn't determine if you die peacefully 
or in agony, said Kim Kalaman, president and CEO of Compassion and Choices, a nonprofit advocacy organization, in a statement. Patients routinely travel to other states to utilize the best health care options. There's no rational reason they shouldn't be able to travel to another state to access medical aid and dying if the state they live in doesn't offer it. What do you guys feel about that? What do you guys feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I, if you're suffering, I mean, if you have a mental problem and you're like, I'm depressed today, and you just want to go off yourself, well, that's a whole different story. But if you're suffering from cancer or some kind of disease and you're in agony all the time, ah, man, that's their body. You know, I, I feel like they should have a right to, to go out the way they want to go. I don't think anyone should be allowed to suffer if, Mm, I, I can't, I, I know a lot of you Christians out there. Oh my gosh, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. He's going to condemn himself to hell. No, I'm just saying if you're suffering and you're hurting and you're dying anyway, shit, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with speeding up the process. I, I, I'm, I, fuck, I mean, you don't know how much pain someone could be in. And, and I see, I, I feel like if you're in, fucking agony and you're gritting your teeth just to smile and you're weak and fuck I don't know folks I, I don't I, I don't like to watch people suffer I don't I think suffering is inhumane that's just that's how I see it I think if you're I think if you come into those offices and they they do you know, maybe they do a, a checkup on you and they see how bad you're suffering, what illnesses, how terminal you are. And there's certain boxes they check. I say, fuck it. <laughs> it's the way, I, the way I see it. I don't know. All right, folks. Well, I'm out of here. I'm going to Nino's Corner.tv. I'm going to interview Juan, um, Jerry Foley, do other people. And we're going to be talking about an incident that happened at the Trump campaign. That was pretty damn cool, and I hope I can put that up on uh, on Fluff too. But I think it's going to go on. That ah, could go on Nino's Corner, depending on what we say. All right, folks, I'm out of here. I went over an hour. I've been going over an hour recently. Jeez, that's a lot. God says, "Thou shalt not kill David." Uh, see what I mean? It's like the Christians are the first. Of, bam. I don't know. I don't know, man. All right, folks, and the new. Heavyweight champion of podcasting and the black sheep of broadcasting. All right, folks, I'll see you over at Nino's Corner.tv. See you there.